And then they prayed for seven hours. Days are coming that that will be fulfilled among us. Amen. Now, can, can I just say this to you? You remember that um, if you don't, but go get your, your tapes. On the 1st of, December, of January this year, God began to speak by prophetic about this year. And God spoke about the month of April. And God said that the month of April shall be ushered in by a judgment from God across the universe. And then the Lord said he will pass through nations. And God said that he will visit the church. And if you look at what is on board now, the, the first news in April was the news of this uh, Panama issue. Alright? If you don't know that is judgment, I will wonder what that is. Because the people who are involved in Panama issue are the principalities that rule over this world. It is impossible for anybody to, you know, rouse them up or bring out such information except by the hand of God. Of course, we understand the fact that that does not mean that everybody who has the account in Panama or have trust in Panama are crooks. Like our Prime Minister, his position is very clear. And uh, God has used that to trigger something in England. The first time a British Prime Minister will publish his tax information, you know what will happen? Then I will expect him in the week when the parliament resumes to tell the whole parliamentarians that everybody follows suit. That is what I expect. I intend to send him a, you know, uh, a mail towards this by tomorrow so that he will know that we are behind him. You know, all these ones they are talking is just going to use it to trigger something. It's not him that is in line for judgment because by the steps you are taking now, it's a matter of now everybody, all of us will say that everybody should do follow suit. You know, the Nigerian president, when he became president, he, he, he did the same thing. He declared all his assets. And when he declared all his assets now, all the people he appointed as ministers have to what? Follow suit. Hallelujah, somebody. <laughs> so, God is doing that which he promised he would do. But at the same time, God said he would visit the church. And from the first of this month, God has started visiting you. But I'm telling you this because Jesus Christ was passing by one day and a man called Bartimaeus was on the road. And that man, Bartimaeus, when he heard that it was Jesus, the Bible says he began to cry out, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And when Jesus got to him, why did Jesus ask him, what would you have me do for you? You ask for mercy, I'm here now. Tell me, mercy to do what? Because expectation is what brings manifestation. And the man said that I may see. Okay, if you're expecting to see now, got it. And he got sight back. So, for prophetic, you need to expect. The same thing, in the same Mark, that one is um, uh, 10. Mark uh, 5, that was the, the woman who had that Jesus was passing with his blood. And the woman said in her heart, if I can touch the hem of his garment... I know I will be made whole. And she made an effort because of the expectation and touched the hand. And the Bible says power left Jesus and her usual blood dried up. Don't live a life for a day without expectation from God. This is the month of Christ with Tabernacle. It has started to happen. It happened to me also. I also have testimony. Amen. 
This is my testimony. I'll be teaching you about the battle is the Lord's. Because we have praised for such a long time, I will just give you a hint for 15 minutes and then we will close. I will finish my teaching. The battle is the Lord's. You know, during this week, or during this month, I will say, in Nigeria, God did incredible things. Incredible things happened. And this is what God had told me to start teaching you. This is it. The month of April, that is middle of March to middle of April, especially from April 1, Around that is around the time that God, 4,000 years ago, led Israel out of Egypt. That is in your calendar. Exodus 12, 12 is what is in your calendar. But 2,000 years ago, it is the same day, during the same season, that Jesus went to the cross and died and led us out of captivity of the devil. Now, when the Lord said to me that he will visit us in the same month, in this same season, Look, everybody must, must wake up. God has started to do some things in the midst of Christ in Tabernacle. I came in on, on Thursday morning to go into the wedding of one of the choir members. This month testimony. And so, on Friday, I called Nigeria to ask them about our land, Jesus City. Because, you know, last year when I went, I told you we planted some um, uh, plantain. Uh, into about 100 acres of land, 150 acres of land, we planted the plants in, and then the rest we planted uh, uh, palm kernel, just to occupy that land before we would build what God has, you know, inspired us. So I asked them that you guys should have had harvest, and they said to me that oh, we had harvest in a small area, but we couldn't have harvest in the large area because there was no rain. So when they said to me there was no rain, this was on on Friday. I said, what do you mean by there was no rain? I said, you didn't have rain. You needed rain to fall on CFT land. And you didn't have rain. And you didn't tell me, what's the problem with you guys? How can you tell me there is no rain when God has not left the throne and heaven has not shut up? I said, uh, engineer, look, within three days, you will have downpour. He said, Amen. So I began to pray for him. For his heart for the work. And when he was saying, Amen, Amen, another man just came who came to clear another 50 acres. He's the head of the workers. He said, I'm here too. Let me talk to Apostle. <laughs> because this is why I love Nigeria. United States of Nigeria. When there is prayer, everybody wants it. Even the devil wants to be prayed for. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Under prayer, devil will become a child of God. After you pray for him, you go back to be a Satan. So they gave me the, 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 the uh, you know, um, phone. And I began to pray for him. And I said that I was so that you people didn't have rain. He said, yes sir, it has been so dry. And those plants need the rain. I said, look. I had told the engineer that in three days, you will have a heavy downpour, flood of rain from heaven. I said, look, our own father controls the heavens. You cannot tell me that my land doesn't have rain. Why, why, why have we kept it away? He said, amen, sir. And I dropped the phone. And I now said to the Lord, I have spoken. Two hours after I spoke, when there is no cloud, something triggered on the cloud of 
the whole of Ugiri and Sagamu. And the rain started in Sagamu, he said. He now called me yesterday and said to me that, Daddy, I'm calling you because since the time you spoke, two hours after you spoke, there have been rain. Now it is flood. It is still raining, but it is now flooded. <laughs> He said, it is not flooded. I said, is the rain enough? He said, we want more. I said, you get more. <laughs> Hallelujah. I said, you get more. Okay? So when he was telling me, Harry was excited over there. I said, oh Lord, you heard my voice, didn't you? <laughs> this is what I want to every one of you, where I want every one of you to get to. Okay? And what I'm teaching you today or giving you hints about today, it will help you. The battle is the Lord's. The first thing is this. Write this down. First Corinthians 15, 57. It says, but thanks be to God, he gives us victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. If you look at that statement, it says, thanks be to God, he gives us victory. Or who gives us victory? It says, gives. Which is a present continuous tense. That implies that there will always be battle. Okay? In this world, you will always have battle. Settle your mind about it. Family battle, husband and wife begin to have some battles and they have to overcome it. A little argument that is stupid becomes a protracted thing that is almost breaking down the world of 30 something years. You will have battles. Your children grow up and you begin to see all manners of manifestation and stuff like that. Somebody, somebody just went way where gone astray. You have battles. You try academically and all stuff like that. Here, you block that block, the other block, and you are frustrated. You read, you are looking for a job, you couldn't find one. All the others have gotten a job, but you are, you are just struggling. Pray, 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 sickness in your body and all stuff like that. Today, headache, tomorrow, you know, uh, uh, kidney problem and stuff. You will have battles in this world. Office, somebody just rose up against you and began to boast over you and I'm, I will destroy you in this office. All those things happen in this world, okay? Your neighbor just got angry with you. You did not offend them, but they just, you know, decided to wage war against you. You will always have battle. But you see, the Bible says, thanks be to God, He always gives us victory. He gives us victory through our Lord. So, gives us victory means continuous battle. But then, Victory is determined by the Lord. Somebody say amen. amen. Which means that before your battle began, God had decreed a victory for you. I hope somebody is here. I want to recognize this. Every battle of life you face, they have expiry day. <laughs> this month for me, as God had told me from January 1, this month shall be month of victory for everybody. Amen. In whatever area you are struggling and you are struggling with, you have victory. Let me tell you. Let me tell you how easy victory is. Look at the book of Proverbs twenty-one, thirty, and thirty-one. It says there is no wisdom, no insight, no plan that can succeed against the Lord. No wisdom, no insight, no plan that can succeed against the Lord. That tells me that whatever knowledge of the devil, whatever plan, strategy, and stuff like that, he cannot succeed against the Lord. And if your victory is through the Lord, therefore, the battle you are going through now, you will overcome it. Yeah. Are we together? Then it says in verse 31, The horse is made ready for the day of battle, but victory rests with the Lord. 
So it does not matter what armory or what reliance that the enemy that is threatening you relies upon. It does not matter the position of that person who is making empty boast over your life. The fact is that his capacity, his position, his eminence is useless. As long as that battle is against you. Understand these words and keep it in your heart. I want to teach you during this period for three weeks on the battle is the Lord's. And you will find some, 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 some common things in every battle. The battle I introduced today to you is the battle of Hezekiah and Sennacherib. But you will look at the battle of God getting Israel out of Egypt. And then we'll look at the battle of Jehoshaphat. And then the battle of Joshua. You will discover that God is faithful in what he has said. And then you can look at your life. You will have hope. Hallelujah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know. <laughs> okay. Let's look at the man Hezekiah. Who is the man Hezekiah? Second Chronicles chapter 29 verse 1. It says Hezekiah was 25 years old when he became king. And he reigned in Jerusalem 29 years. His mother's name was Abijah, daughter of Zechariah. He did what was right in the eyes of the Lord, just as his father David had done. If you read further, it tells you about how this Hezekiah of a young man, you know, cleansed the house of the Lord. His father was a deep idol worshiper. His father turned every prophet to prophet of Baal. All right? And to mediums. He persecuted those who would want to serve God and destroyed them completely. And made all others to become priests of Satan. He brought so many idols of various nations. He desecrated the temple of God built by Solomon. And decreed idol worshipping as the national uh, religion of Israel. And so God dealt with him. Caused enemies to rise against him. Destroyed him completely. But this 25 year old boy when he became king. He sought God. I think some youth can listen to what I'm saying. You can make a change over a nation at the age of 25. Alright? But I will show you how. The Bible tells me and you that he did what was right in the eyes of God. You youths of Christ the Tabernacle, don't do what the youths in this nation do. Stay clear from them. You know something? The church of God youths, the youth of the church of God need to dictate what fashion is, what socialism is, what people should be, what other youth should be. I was told when I was away that they killed two people in your region here, this new cross, this last week. I would gather now, a fight broke out among them and somebody was innocently around the area who is not involved in God, they stabbed him to death. You have to change that order of things and I will help you in this week, it will become a forgotten story. It won't happen again in your region. I will take you through it myself. Alright? We have to make a change. 25 year old, but he was not like other. He didn't follow his father who was a useless man. He had a useless, devilish, satanic father. But he refused when he became king to follow the precepts. So, he sought God. Alright? He was so favored by God to the extent that when he called him for the uh, uh, celebration of Passover, 
People came the same day for Passover who did not do the rituals, the cleansing they were ought to do. And by the law of God, if you don't do the purification and you go to Passover, God kills you. But this man said, please come, don't worry, don't worry, I will talk to my father. And he went to God and said, Father, these people are not purified, but they are partaking in the ceremony today. Lord, please have mercy. And the Lord granted mercy. I would gather now. This is the, the extent that this Hezekiah. You always, everybody, every Christian know about Hezekiah was sick. He wrote a letter presented before God. That story is all over the place. But we need to dig into who Hezekiah is from the year 25. I would gather now. So now, this man preached against uncleanliness. God forgive the people. Look at chapter, chapter 30. Verse 27. He said, There was great joy in Jerusalem after all this reformation. For since the days of Solomon, son of David, king of Israel, there had not, there had been nothing like this in Jerusalem. The priests and the Levites stood to bless the people, and God had them. For their prayers reached heaven, his holy dwelling place. Through Hezekiah, heaven that had been shut before. Now, look at chapter 31, verse 21. In everything that he undertook in the service of God's temple and in obedience to the law and to the commands, he sought his God and worked wholeheartedly and he, what? Prospered. <laughs> he prospered. You will prosper. Amen. You know, some of the things I'm telling you guys, you don't understand. Because when you do the things I teach you in this house, you make your tomorrow easy. Let me tell you a joke. You know, I came down, I was, when I was to go to this Lagos, I didn't want to go. And I was arguing with God. It's not confession, it's just my own life. Did you not read Habakkuk when he was asking God questions? And when Habakkuk was even so bold, he said that I will ask him tomorrow and I, will, I want to see what he will tell me. You see, I wanted to come to that place with God. And it's the key I'm telling you this morning. So, I didn't want to go. I didn't want to go. I called Pastor Dakpo and said to Pastor Dakpo two weeks before the time that, look, Pastor Dakpo, after they, they have gone, I said, um, the meeting that I told you I will come because I had to do crusade for Christian Council of Nigeria, but then I decided that, well, it's better for me to now bless our parish there. Okay. So I said to Pastor Dakpo that that meeting, uh, is there anything, have you done anything about it? My intention was that if he said they have done nothing, I would tell him, don't do anything. I'm not coming. Oh, he said, we have advertised it. We have distributed leaflets. I said, integrity. So, I said, how can I dodge this thing? But, <laughs> okay so I didn't I said I won't buy tickets I didn't buy tickets I'm supposed to travel on Friday on Thursday and I didn't buy tickets on Wednesday morning so in the morning I just told mommy that look mommy you know what Pastor Josiah I will tell him he's in Nigeria now I will tell him to go and do all the crusades for me Mommy said, you want someone to collapse? I said, no. <laughs> I said, I will just tell him, go and do the crusade for me. I said, okay. In the morning, 
So in the afternoon, mid-afternoon, we said, let's come out at 3 o'clock. Let's go to, to, to um, the church. So what I did was that I now said, okay, let me just, you know, you know, sometimes you forget that God is listening to your heart. And he knows what you are thinking. I said, let me just uh, do this to pacify God. So I phoned, um, I phoned uh, Arik. And he rang, 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 rang. I think that when you ring twice, they pick it. He rang, 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 rang to the end. Nobody picked it. I said, eh. I phoned them again second time. That Let me say I fulfill all righteousness. I phoned them. He rang, 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 rang. And they didn't get I said, well, God, you see now. That is an evidence that God doesn't want me to even go. <laughs> Hallelujah, somebody. And God was looking at me. He didn't say anything. God didn't answer me. So, as we are getting close to the cathedral, then God said to me, check Nigeria ways. I have told God already that I want to travel a rig because the, the ticket I buy from a rig is half the same ticket, half of what British Airways will sell to me for the same trip. So, I now said, okay, this is how much I, will, I, can, I can afford to spend. But whatever the case may be, the Lord said, phone, um, uh, go to Google British Airways. I, that is uh, to, to go to the web. I went to the web of British Airways. And as I was searching, and I discovered that, oh, I have, um, you know, frequent flyer that I haven't used. Let me use part of it. When, when I did that, I saw a price for the same class I will fly. And it is half, less than half of what Arik would take. <laughs> so you know what God did to me that if it is money that you are talking okay I now give you more than 50% discount <laughs> I, I quickly booked it so when I booked it I couldn't go to the booth to take my car to pay so I said well Lord after I was booking and we were going close to the church it just went black I said this thing is gone I know that kind of deal you, you try it if you don't get through with it, you come back, it's not there. I said, okay, if it is you, Lord, let it be there when we get to church. So when we got to church, I took my bag, opened my, my purse, and I went again. And it was there waiting for me. <laughs> so I now paid for it. Now, when I paid for it, I now, said, I now picked phone and phone pastor that for that. Tomorrow morning, I'm leaving this country, and I'll be with you in the evening tomorrow. But I was like, yeah. I said, look at him. I don't want to go anyway. <laughs> you know why I didn't want to go? You know I'm a student. And all the assignment I was to do that week, I did everything. But on Thursday, another set of assignment came out, which I have to do. So I've been thinking that how can I get this, pass this, and pass well. And then um, all the time I should be reading, I should be in class, you know, my, my, you know, I'll be doing crusade, and, you know, ministers of Nigeria, if you say you want to teach them two hours, you are joking. They will ask questions for another two hours. It will take the whole day. And people will come, they want to see apostles, they want to say, I can't tell you, look, you can't see me. Because of all those things I was saying to God that I will go in me when I have holiday. You know, it's a good argument, but God didn't answer me. Now I have to fire myself in the plane. First thing in the morning, they drove me straight to the airport. We moved. I was reading. I was reading. 
the one that I did, you know, with Russian, uh, Rush, 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 I said, God, I hope I will pass this thing very well. And then when I got to Lagos and the Lord began to move, these things God told me to teach. I forgot about all those pressures. I have a little few minutes. I will just come in, connect to my class. I have the internet with me, connect to my class. What my mates are discussing for three, four hours, when I look at, when I look at the lecture for 30 minutes, I go to the, to the discussion. Every case necessary, every status necessary, I, I regretted them. Because God made me read those areas that matter in the volumes of books that were given. I printed cases. Those cases I read were the cases needed for the discussion. So at a time, my lecturer wrote back and said that this is fantastic, Alfred. I said, thank God. I thought I wrote rubbish. Are you with me now? Instead of me studying for four hours to understand, 30 minutes I've understood. When they are carrying me from home to the church, I'm reading in the, in the, in the car. After the church, they all start talking. I go to, the, to my office. I lock up and I start reading. If it is 15 minutes, I read. If it is 30 minutes, they say, let's go home. We go. I read from home to the church. In the, in the car, put on the light in the darkness. When I sit down to write, what I write, my lecturer will come in and say, this is fantastic. I say, good. And then during that period, the result I was afraid of came out. Okay? And I got A, A, B. Okay? When I looked at my overall, my overall was 70.85 or so percent. Now, the one I did in that Lagos, the result came out again when I arrived. And I got AAB. My overall had gone to 71.9 percent. I'm talking about master's degree in law. Those of you who are into it, recognize that you just don't go there and talk rubbish. It's either you know it, or you may write all what you think down. Your lecturer will just give you zero and tell you that you have written sense, but it is useless to the, it's not applicable to what I'm asking you. You know why I'm saying this to you? What I want to get into you is this. That scripture about, about um, uh, Ezekiah, it says... In everything that he undertook in the service of God's temple and in, the, in obedience to the law and to the commands, he sought his God and walked wholeheartedly. And God did what? God prospered him. Let me tell you something. This one I don't want to go to the air, but I will not speak it much. When I finish, I'll tell you this one. But let's go on. We serve a God that has the same principle throughout ages. When you read Bible, the principle of God for battle and victory from Genesis to Revelation is the same. Alright? Three things you need in the battle. One, you need confidence and faith in God. I will explain that later on, maybe next Sunday. Second thing you need in battle is to pray to God. Prayer. Sometimes it may take fasting. 
And the third thing you need in battle is prophetic direction. Prophetic direction. You will find these three elements in every battle in the Bible. And the end of this is always victory. Do you know what? Let me just give you a brief understanding. Because time is short, I will not be able to teach you details about this today. But, if you read the book, this book of Second Chronicles from chapter 29 to chapter 33, you will find out that the story in it is this. That man, Sennacherib, who is the king of Assyria? If you look at 31 verse 1, I think. No, go to 32 verse 1. It says, after all that Hezekiah had so faithfully done. Shall we read that together? Sennacherib. Look, let me say this to you. Bad things happen to good people. How can God be looking at this useless Sennacherib of a king to come and attack this man who is faithful to God? How will God allow battle to come to a man who is faithful to God? Why should evil happen around good people? For only one reason. You will find it out in all the battles. I will get it now. The next verse says, When Hezekiah saw that Sennacherib had come, and that he intended to make war on Jerusalem, what happened? He did what? Consulted with his officials and military staff about blocking off the water from the springs outside the city. Whenever God allows battle to come against you, it is because God wants you to innovate. Battle will make a man turn a man to an inventor. I would gather. Understand this that your battle has been the victory has been decided before God allowed battle for you. Okay? Now, when battle shows up in your house and you begin to panic and you begin to mourn and all stuff like that, that's the reason why people lose battle. Do you think God did not know those things that happened to you before they happened? He knew. Could he not stop them before they happened? He could. But when he did not stop them, then he permitted them. He permitted them. Do you see this in a care of a man? He says, this man, the king, consulted the whole officials. And then the next thing that was that he, the next verse, very quickly. A large force of men assembled, they blocked all the springs. That is dam principle, they build dams. And, and the, the stream that, that flowed through the land. Why should the king of Assyria come and find plenty of water? They said, the next verse. Then he walked hard. In the day of battle, this is what God wants you to do. Work hard on yourself. 
Look around your environment. Look at the areas that you are weak. Strengthen it. Look at the areas that you are not doing right. Correct it. Don't be afraid of battle because battle will come. You know what? You will not. You and I will not start. But we will not stop battle until we die. From the day we were born, it was battle. We shouted and cried. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When everybody is laughing and be happy, only God knows what was wrong with us. But we were crying. It's battle. And when we're going to die, when our spirit will leave our bodies, with great battle it leaves. But the victory has been determined before the battle begins. And during circumstances of battle, we should innovate. He says, he worked hard, repairing all the broken sections of the walls and building towers on it. He built another wall outside that and reinforced the supporting terraces on the city of David. He also made large number of weapons and shields. Hallelujah, somebody. The weapon of our warfare are not what? Kana. But they are mighty what? Through God. To the pulling down all strongholds. We demolish every argument and take every pretension captive until our obedience is complete. Anytime you have a battle, someone draw a battle line against you, devil draw a battle line, listen to me, look inwardly. There are potentials in you that you have not used. God wants you to begin to use them. He wants you to begin to pray more. He wants you to begin to seek Him more. If somebody will say to you, come to prayer, don't come to prayer. No reason. No, no, no wonder. What, what would God do if, if you were God? You will put battle for Him. If you and I were God, is that what we would do? Some people come here to pray every day at 6 p.m. You don't come. You come to Sunday church, you will come late. So what will God do? He will just say to Zenakiru, pursue him. Hallelujah, somebody. <laughs> but you see that pursuit, God said. It's because God knows that when they pursue you, you will not begin to look inside. You, you, you begin to see all the cracks around you. Then you will double skin your wall of protection. Then you begin to think that you need to manufacture ammunition. Oh, you need to pray. Somebody who went to pray in tongues is saying that, Lord, which one is this one? I don't know. You too will go and lock up yourself. Lord, baptize me with the Holy Ghost. It is Holy Ghost. Baptize me, Lord. That is what battle does. I told you before I left for Nigeria that if around me there is no problem, I will create something. Because if you, are, you don't have issues to deal with around your life, your, you, one will be brain dead. The cells of your brain become active when you begin to do things. Look at me. Do you know what I'm doing now? I'm doing three things together. That LLM, I have applied to do my bar exam now. Hmm? I also am doing the Institute of Chartered Arbitrators exam. As I am so. When I reach next year, I have applied already now to the New York bar. And I will jam everything together. Because this brain had to expand. <laughs> Hallelujah, somebody. If I don't want to go for academics, as I'm learning, uh, 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 what do you call it, um, uh, plumbing, I'm also doing carpentry together, and I'm also doing painting together. Is it not all in the same house? You look at the building, you see paints, you see wood, you see, uh, 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 what do you call it, uh, radiator. So, if I do everything together, who says I shouldn't do it? Who says I shouldn't do it? Expand your brain. Create problems. 
so that you can innovate solutions. Every battle, my heart is strong. Satan raised his head like this. I said, yes, I've been waiting for you. If you don't raise his head, I pull his leg. I said, do something, whether good or bad. That means I will go and look for trouble so that we can, we can fight him. We can be fighting. Because battle train your mind. The Bible says, blessed be the Lord my God, who trains my hands for war and my fingers for battle. The snare has been broken and we have escaped. Help is in the name of the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. Somebody say amen. amen. Because I have to stop. You will see when you read to the end of this scripture. After this man prepared this, the Bible says that Zenakru came and began to speak his mother tongue. He spoke Hebrew and he spoke in Aramaic. And he was telling people how Ezekiah is wasting their time. That this Ezekiah of a man, he's telling you that you should, you should, you should not be afraid. Don't you go and read the record how myself, Sinakirub, and my father would destroy Egypt, would destroy Lebanon, would destroy this country, would destroy that country. He was boasting all the countries they destroyed, all the countries that they, 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 they disorganized so totally. And God was hearing him. So, after he had spoken, even the, the commanders of the army of Israel told him that, don't speak in the uh, dialect, you know, speak, uh, uh, the, uh, 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 okay, you are speaking Hebrew, don't speak Aramaic. He said, no, I must say it, and he continued to blab. And then Hezekiah said to the people, don't be afraid of them, for with them is the arm of flesh. He said, but with us is the God of Israel, the Most High. Say, for the arm of flesh we fill them, but with God we shall be delivered. And Sennacherib went and said that he's talking nonsense. The next action was that the king now called Isaiah. Can you imagine, prophet Isaiah, the same anointed Isaiah, was in the country when all this mess was going on for about five years. But when it came to the crunch, when it came to Isaiah, the Bible says that Isaiah and Hezekiah knelt down and prayed to the Lord. Who do you pray to in the days of your tribulation? Who do you talk to? You must learn how to pray. Fast, yes, if you feel like fasting, fast. Pray, 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 pray that you will not fall, Jesus said. Listen to me. Do you know what? After they prayed, the whole response of God is in Isaiah 37. And if you read the whole of Isaiah 37, it tells you how God responded. And when God responded, God began by, by you know, a metaphor. <laughs> uh, look at that. Look at it very quickly. Because that's why I'm ending this, this session. It says in that Isaiah 37. All right. Let's look at what it says. One, when King Ezekiah had this, he tore his cloak and put a sackcloth on the temple. Go to the next one. No, 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 no. This is not it. Let me get that for you. That is not it. God replied to their prayer. Okay, 20, 37, 21, from 21. 
It says, then Isaiah, son of Amos, sent messengers to Ezekiah. This is what the Lord, the God of Israel says. Because you have prayed to me concerning Sennacherib. Did you see that? That what I'm telling you is true. Pray now, I beg you. Pray, pray. <laughs> a man of prayer, you know, when you pray regularly, you come to a place that you are conversing with God. Then you can speak on his behalf. You make declarations, it will happen. It will happen. One of you just phoned me when we finished the, the meeting in, in, um, in Cathedral. A doctor came, one of our members, who is a doctor, who went to, to Australia. Okay? The area they went in Australia is all the, you know, they have Pentecostal churches there, but you know, they are not firing. Are we together now? Singing, they can sing and dance and roll on the floor, and that's the end of it. Tell stories of Bible. So she now said, she started a cell group in her house. She said, Daddy, I've been wanting to speak with you because that cell group is growing rapidly and we are seeing people healed. I said, good. He said that home group, we are seeing people here. People have been delivered. People have demons, demons to fly out of them. People, when we are a fellowship in the power of God, we hit the place. I said, you are truly my daughter. She said, I told them that this that you are seeing here, it is the unction on the pulpit at home in London. She said, they said they can't wait to see you. I said, no, they see me when they see you. Yeah, 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 yeah. But this comes by somebody praying. It doesn't come by any anointing. If it is anointing, you to have the anointing now. If you think you don't have one, at least I've anointed you how many times? <laughs> I lay hands on you all the time. Don't I? Yeah. Uh-uh. Oil. Again, oil. The only thing is that I haven't bathed you with oil. <laughs> and if I didn't bath you with oil, you have been bathing yourself at home. When you finish bathing, you will rub oil, don't you? That is the anointing. Which anointing are you looking for again? What you are looking for now is to pray. To pray. God began to answer this foolish king. God answered. And then he says, this is, what the, this is the word of the Lord. The, the, Lord the, the word the Lord has spoken against him. The virgin daughter of Zion despises and mocks you. The daughter of Jerusalem tosses her head as you flee. Who is it you have insulted and blasphemed? Against whom have you raised your voice and lifted your eyes in pride? Listen to what God is saying. When somebody is bragging against you, God is now replying that it is me you are doing, they are doing that to. Not you. They are doing that to me. He said, against the Holy One of Israel, because you did it to Ezekiah. By your messengers, you have had heaped insult on the Lord. And you have said, with my hand, chariots, with, with many chariots, my many chariots, I have ascended the height of the mountains, the uttermost height of Lebanon. I have cut down its tallest cedar and choicest of its pines. I have reached the remotest height, the finest of its forests. I have dug wells in foreign land and drank water there. With the sole of, of my feet, I have dried up all the streams of Egypt. That is what you are saying. Now, listen to God. Shall we read together? Have you not had? Long ago, I ordained it. Do you know what God is saying here? All those things that the Zenakarib is killing them, is destroying this country, threatening everybody. God said, He ordained it before he, he was born, that He would do that. 
In other words, there is nothing the enemy can do in your life which God had not ordained. Oh my Lord. No enemy can do anything, whether good or bad, unless God has preordained it. Some of you have stories to tell. In the days that the devil barraged you, but now you have testimonies. Are you with me now? So don't be afraid of war. He said, now I have brought it to pass that you have turned fortified city into piles of stones. I ordained it before you were born and I brought it to pass. Look at the next one. There are people drained of power are dismayed and put to shame. They are like plants in the field, like tender green shoots, like grass sprouting on the, uh, 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 on the roof, scorched before it, grew, it grows up. Now look at the next one. I love this. Shall we together? But I know where you stay. God says to Senator Kerub, I know where you stay. Though I have made you destroy everybody, now that you turn to a child of God, I want to tell you, I, the God of Israel, I know where you stay. Your enemy cannot hide from the face of your God. That is what God is saying here. Listen, he says, I know where he says, God will look at, look, when the enemy rises against you, do you think God is blind about it? He knew before he left his place that he was rising from. He knew when he was plotting what he was plotting, but he allowed him to mess up. He allowed him to mess up. He said, I know where you say, and where, where you come, where you come and go, and how you rage against me. Now listen, because you rage against me, and because your insolence has reached my ears, shall we together? I will put my hook in your nose. And my beat in your mouth. That will happen to your enemy this month. God will put his hook in the mouth of those who come against you. He will drag them. And he says that I will put my hook in their mouth. And my beat in their mouth. And I will make you return by the way you came. That is what they call return to the sender somebody. The sickness that entered your body. He will go back out of your body the same way. The spirit of hell that is tormenting your family, they will go back the way they came from. Whatever the enemy has said against you, God said, I know their house, I know where they say. I put my hook in their mouth in this month of April. He said that I will drag them myself. When God put hook in the mouth of your enemy, I will say, who will deliver him? This is God fighting. He says, this will be the sign for you. Oh, Hezekiah, put your name instead of that. This year, you will eat what grows by itself. Somebody say amen. I said this year, you will eat what grows by itself. And the second year, what spring from, from that? Which means God is the one who will do the business this year for you. Two years, He will do the business. And then He says, but in the third year, sow and reap. Plant vineyard and eat the fruit. Let me say this to you. Any one of you who have been saying that I will do, I will do this, I will do this, good thing, and you have never done it. For these two years, do it all. Do it all. You will succeed. Someone says that, you know, I'm so busy. It's a lie. Be what? Look, let me tell you something God sat me down, made me understand. Before I began to go and do all these crazy things. God told me that... If you don't suffer, you will never enjoy. A woman, you see her belly swelling, 
And everybody is, you know, when a woman gets married, she wants a baby, she wants a baby, she wants a baby, isn't it? Even I've seen women that they, they will be, they will be, before they, they get married, they will put um, um, uh, clothes in their belly and they will put wrapper to be saying that, look at my belly now. Because they are, they are looking at their marriage. But when they get pregnant, it is sadness and joy. Are we together? As the baby is growing, the body is growing. All the beauty, cake, fall away. And then, yeah, 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 the beauty cake that you pancake your, your something, you will just become robust. The one that is slim, like Sandy, they call it. <laughs> you just see, she begins to become felicity. Now, now, the neck will swell, the nose will swell, the eyes will swell, everything will swell. And the woman will be saying that, thank God for Jesus. Because there is joy in that suffering. Are we together now? Now every woman have seen, if they haven't had, the woman who haven't come, come back before, have seen how painful it is for those who gave back. But that didn't discourage them. Your pain will turn to gain. It's the battle of life. And then when they go to the, to the labor war that day, the husband will run into a skelter. It happened to every man. Hallelujah, somebody. And then suddenly the child will cry, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw men who collapsed when, 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 when their wife was in labor and when it's time for push, they collapsed. They have to go and wake them up somewhere else. By the time they came back to life, baby has come out of the womb of the woman. And they say, where's my baby? Where's my baby? Which baby? The baby that make you collapse. Hallelujah, somebody. <laughs> you see, those things I'm saying to you is just similar to your life. No pain, no gain. The Egyptian you see today, you shall see them no more. Don't, don't magnify devil when devil is messing around. Begin to celebrate victory when the devil is messing around. I got a victory through Christ who strengthens me. I love God. It says, you will plant and you will eat from it. Go to the next one. Once more, a remnant of Christ's faith tabernacle will take root. It says, they will take root below and they will bear fruit above. In this month of April, you will take root below and you will flourish above. Look at the next verse. For out of what? Christ's faith tabernacle will come what? A remnant. And out of Christ's tabernacle, a band of survivors. Somebody say amen. amen. You know the way I read this one, I said, For out of Alfred will come out the remnant. And out of Williams, a band of survivors. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish it in this season. Every battle of your life shall be surmounted. I say every battle of your life shall be surmounted. When you leave this place today, you are entering to a week, a week of victory to victory to victory to victory to victory to victory to victory. 
the mouth of the Lord has spoken it. Where you have been struggling and struggling, you begin to have ease and begin to glide. The mouth of the Lord has spoken it. You know, I told God that, Lord, why did you give me so much ease in this LLM I'm doing? You will have given me this many years ago when I was doing Lance of Vain, till now. And the Lord made me understand. When I did Lance of Vain, what God did was that, he, Jesus appeared to me, and he wrote the question on the board, and he said, understand, everything entered my head. And I cleared distinction in Sylvain. I got 101. I won 104 in photogrammetry. My lecturer said I left that 4% for uh, level 5. Okay? But you see, after that time, that grace was taken away. I, ha- I was led by God to struggle. Read, 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 pour water on your head so that it may book me enter. Put your leg into bucket of water so that you will not sleep. I, thought, I did it. Take a lot of um, coffee until, the day, until now that when I take coffee, I sleep sound. You, are you with me? I, and God was looking at me. He was looking at me. I keep on serving God. I keep on serving God. I can memorize all the Bible, but when it comes to book, I can't memorize it. I will read it. It will go. I will read it. My head will be hot sometimes. Sometimes it will be cold. Maybe sometimes it's neither cold. No. <laughs> Hallelujah, somebody. And I continue to push, I continue to push. You know, when I was going to do my LLB, they said to me, the apostle, the older you go, the more your brain dies. I said, no, it's not with God. Ancient of days is wiser and wiser. And wiser. They said, so the only wise God. Don't intimidate me because I want to try. I want to make a good try. If I want to do something bad, discourage me. But something good, you better encourage me. Before your eyes, I started and God was looking at me. I ran through it, ran through it, ran through it. But now I'm doing my master. It seems as if I'm reading just paper. I'm reading, I'm reading, uh, what do you call these daily times? You see the times call it in England? <laughs> Hallelujah, somebody. I'm reading a storybook. A storybook. And when I read all this lost stuff, and all the lecture, when I read it, I say, God, why didn't I know this thing like this when I was doing my LLB? You know, do you know what I now said? I said, God, why are you giving this to me? I don't need it. All members of my church who are reading, give it to them. I said, give it to them. I said, give it to them. It is not struggling. I can read all nights and come to service, do three services and go back and keep on reading. I won't feel tired. I won't feel weary. I don't need coffee anymore. Because grace speaks for me. Grace will speak for you, dear. I don't need anyone to begin to push me and, and encourage me to read anymore. Because when I read, it sticks in my brain. Whatever you study will stick in your brain. Listen to me. When it's time for examination, I, the Holy Ghost brings all these things to my memory. And the Lord tells me that you can quote the scriptures the same way you can quote this stuff. The grace He gave me for the Bible to learn the Bible and know the scriptures, He gave me for academics. God will do the same thing for you. In your businesses, you will have intelligence from above. You will have a deep wisdom that man cannot comprehend. You will have innovation that will bring manifestation. God will give you capacity to deliver all the dreams that you have in your life. For with God, all things are possible. I can preach it, I can say it. All things are possible. He says the zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish it. End of story. End of the battle. Therefore, this is what the Lord says concerning the king of Assyria. You know, I wish I was in Lagos. I just came from there anyway. It did like this. We say that. I wanted to speak in tongues, you understand. 
Therefore, this is what the Lord says concerning the king of Assyria. To your enemy. He will not enter this city. Somebody say amen. amen. Or shoot an arrow here. Somebody say amen. amen. He will not come again before you to threaten you with a shield. Neither will he be able to build a cigar up against you anymore. Why? By the way that he came, he will return. Your pain will go back how he came. Your discomfort will go back how he came. The arguments in your family will get out of the window how he came. Listen to me. Whatever is the emissary of the enemy that the devil has set to torment you, in this very day, I say, today, 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 as you go back to your home, you will discover the way they came, they will have gone out again. Because the zeal of the Lord will accomplish it. With this mouth, I said on Friday, you shall have damn power of rain from this continent to another continent. And it took place within two hours. What I'm saying to you right now is take effect from this minute. It is the word of God from heaven. Then it said in the next verse, I will defend this city. God will defend your city. And he will save it in the name of the Lord. For my sake and for the sake of my servant David. Somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. How will God defend your city? How will God fight your battle? God is a mighty man of war. He will send his holy angels ahead of you. I say God will send his holy angels ahead of you. Look at the next verse. Then the angel of the Lord went. As I am speaking to you, by the word I have spoken, you shall receive the angel of the Lord upon your life. He will release the angel of the Lord that will go before you. He went and put to death a hundred and eighty-five thousand men in the Assyrian camp. An angel just walked past the camp. People were standing began to fall dead. An angel walked past the camp. All the ammunition they had began to be destroyed. An angel walked past the camp. By the morning there was no more life in them. By tomorrow morning it shall be so for you. An angel of the Lord will walk through your house. An angel of the Lord will walk through your business. Angel of the Lord will walk through your career. Angel of the Lord will walk through your life. He will walk through your body. He will put to death anything the devil has sent against you. Hallelujah, somebody. Stand up on your feet. Lift up your voice and begin to praise the name of the Lord. Lift up your voice and begin to praise the name of the Lord. Lift up your voice and worship Him. Thank God.